Hi, everyone. This is Too Young to Be Old podcast with me, your host, Diane Gilman. Each week, my guests and I will share insights, advice, and more than a few laughs to empower and inspire women over the age of 50 who really need to embrace the aging process. We want to encourage you to pursue your passions and dreams no matter what decade you're living. Too Young to Be Old podcast is intended to educate, empower, and foster connection with our community. Please note that this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or care. So with that said, let's settle in, get comfortable, and let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is the Queen of Jeans from HSN QVC and my episode of the podcast, Too Young to Be Old. This week is so enticing. We've got the brilliant, extended living advocate and expert, Joy Laverde. Some of today's episode, I'm going to tell you, though, is going to shock you. Some of it is going to comfort you, but I guarantee you, all of it is going to surprise you. So let's get started with who will take care of me when I get old and how. Joy, this is on my mind all the time. This morning, you know, I have a bad knee and I'm in physical therapy for it and I'm getting gel shots for it. But, you know, I'm about turning 78 and I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? I live in a two-story home I love. Oh, I'll call up my friend who's an engineer and see if he can build an elevator. (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. Why not, right? (laughs) But I want to talk to you a little bit about a headline yesterday in uh, the Washington Post, which was, we are officially a gray nation, which means average age of citizenry over 40, right over 40, and the majority over 55 to 60. And we're all at different levels of life savings, or like me, just go on working until you drop, right? But I love it. So here are my questions to you. I see all these options now. One of them is stay in place, stay in your place. But who, what? Someone comes in like once a week to take care of you. Doesn't seem enough. For New York City, there's a new free app called New York Share. And you can, it's sort of like the Craigslist of baby boomers. You can get a stranger as a roommate, I always think of that movie, Single White Female, terrifies me. And then there's also an app where if you are a family member and you cannot afford to hire care, this app gives you remote advice, it, whether you're dealing with Alzheimer's or someone recently out of a hospital. But the thing that interests me the most of all, naturally, is luxury customized senior living for audience, are you ready for this? Please be sitting down because you're going to fall over. If you have memory loss, which is a very good word for Alzheimer's, for 30000 bucks a month, you can forget in ultimate luxury. So let's start with stay in place. And how do well, you do yeah, that? It has a shelf life because it is good to a point. Keep in mind that what happens if 
forgetfulness sets in. I'm not talking about Alzheimer's. I'm talking about the quality of the decisions we make when we're talking to the cat. Ah. Okay? Huh? I mean, wow. you know, I <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in my apartment? Have you been listening? I read the best article about the vocabulary of cats versus dogs. And cats have a bigger <laughs> vocabulary because more cat owners talk to their cats than people talk to their dogs. Now, that says a lot. If forgetfulness is a, is a potential problem, aging in place has a shelf life. It's good until it's not. What are you going to forget? You're going to forget to turn on the stove or turn off the stove? Are you going to forget to go to a doctor appointment? Yeah. Who, Whoever thought that just putting a grab bar in your bathroom is enough to age in place? Well, it's not. That's so interesting because the other day I couldn't understand why my cats were being so friendly <laughs> to me for an extended period of time. And then I realized, oh, my God, I forgot to give them dinner. So, um, yeah, so I can see where my memory every once in a while is I just get too focused on something else. That's what I tell myself and slipping slightly. So, you know, the one thing that really scares me the most, I'm going to be honest and use the scare mm -hmm. word, um, is you're trying to age in place and you sign up with somebody or it's Medicare and Medicaid and, and you think and you see it on TV with these advertisements, like these super friendly people come to take care of you and they're super happy and they're doing your hair and they're, and they're helping you get dressed and everything's so wonderful and you're really tight friends. And then they quit a day later because the real truth is in this industry, there is very little loyalty or longevity to employment within okay, a company. You bring up a real good point. So if you plan to age in place, you become an employer. Does that make sense? You're now the, you're now yeah. the CEO of your house. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, right? <laughs> you, you hire, yeah. you fire, and you manage the care if you're living alone. Doesn't, does, doesn't make sense. It is. It, it, it makes no sense to me. But if you are on a limited budget, you're going to have to, God forbid, depend on Medicare or Medicaid or both. And the quality of the care mm -hmm. and the rapidity which with it turns over, you never get that. Like I need an emotional connection. That's just who I am. And that's how I chose my cancer care. It was a much smaller clinic within a huge hospital, but it was very personalized. Everybody knew you by first name. You knew all the nurses by first name. I would not do well with strangers constantly having to reintroduce themselves to my house. The idea of going on an app and getting a stranger as a roommate, I always think of that movie, Single White Female. Yeah. You'd like have yeah. some serial killer maniac. I have a, I have a story. My sister-in-law had a roommate, and the minute my sister-in-law got sick, the roommate moved out. Just because she said, this isn't what I signed up for. Off she went. Just, well, there um, you go. So, yeah, so there you here's, go. here's something people can do right now before they even need care. There's 
there's several professionals that they could get to know now. One of them is an aging life plan professional. You could Google it, aging life plan. If you wow. get to know this person now and that person gets to know you, you could begin the process of planning far in advance. And, and so when you can't make up your mind or can't, don't have the capacity to do it, she already knows you or he already knows you. So that's one person. Another thing we can do is hire it, what we know is an independent patient advocate. Now, I'm not a... <clears throat> oh, yeah, I love no, that. I wish yeah. they didn't have the word patient in the name because we don't have to be sick yeah. to have an advocate. I want somebody to come to my house when I need a light bulb change. And I don't trust the person who's, who's coming in. So if I have somebody with me that I've known for five years, even if I have to put them on retainer, I can sit back and, and, and say, I got peace of mind with hiring people that are going to be alongside me throughout this process. But there's one more, yeah, but there's one more piece to the puzzle, and this is really important. The question we have yeah. to ask these people is, what am I going to do if I get to know you and you decide to quit your job? Well, okay, that's but, my biggest all right, concern. So they have to answer that question before you hire them. Do they have a team of people behind them? Most of them do. Uh, so then you say, all right, you and I will create a little pact, but I want to meet everybody else. And you're looking for people who are way younger than the person that you're dealing with so that you can see that you've got a team of people behind you. Diane, this doesn't yeah. exist. We're, we're going to be pushing the envelope. We're going to be making companies better because of what we're asking for. And, and Joy, the real truth is, and I say this on almost every episode, in one form or another, follow the money. And now that we are the majority of America, and I am seeing all of these um, possibilities pop up. So I'm going to talk very quickly about where my brain goes. So I'm sitting at a table with a group of women who are all friends. And one of them has a husband who has gotten some kind of terrible condition. She's trying to take care of him at home. She's got a little aid coming in and out, but only a couple of days a week. She's about to have a nervous breakdown. She is just not qualified. They obviously, they live on Park Avenue. They have money. So she goes on a tour in Manhattan. One of the facilities is in Hudson Yards, which is right on the Hudson River. Beautiful water mm. views. Okay, so uh, would you like a one bedroom? Well, that's not a problem. For $20,000 a month, you can get, and let me tell you what, fantastic looking, top of the line. Uh, I can't even tell you it would be a five-star resort if it wasn't what it was independent living, dependent living, where you need some help every day, memory care, pleasant way of saying Alzheimer's. So at $28,000 a month before city taxes, which are 10%, you can get a studio and 24-7 supervision and care. If you have a loved one, who has Alzheimer's. I, and I told that story earlier that my friend 
And of course, nobody wants to admit that their loved one is on a road where there is no return. But Father's Day took her husband with the children who are now 50 and 60 years old out. He excused himself to go to the men's room and then walked out the front door of the restaurant because he had no idea where he was or what he was doing there. And they spent the next seven hours looking for him on the streets of New York. So she realizes at a certain point, game mm -hmm. over. This has to be a new game, a new right. team. Um, if you are very wealthy, you can put your loved one into a gorgeous, comfortable, cashmere, uh, pillowed environment where he, he or she cannot get out but they sort of have everything in front of them and someone there every minute of the day to service their needs. And da -da -da -da, 24 hour a day gourmet kitchen with gourmet chefs, a huge menu. But if you are not in the mood for anything on the mm -hmm. menu, voila, just ask for what you want. You can get room service. You can go to a gorgeous appointed dining room. You can go to their games and movie room and eat it there. Whatever you want, 24 hours a day, plus medical staff on hand, your own personal nurses on hand. I'm not done yet. How about a chauffeured limousine to bring your family to you, to visit you? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. This is You're too much. You're that money takes care of a lot of problems. But who's got that kind of money? So I'm going to tell you about a really cool concept that is new and upcoming that I think you and your wealthy friend may love. <laughs> you might just love what I'm about to tell you. All right. I'm dying. Tell me. It is now possible to buy your own small home assisted living place where you and your friends can can work with this company to buy your own. So what does that mean? It's a small home. Is that Toll Brothers? Is that the Toll it, Brothers? It could be one of their models. The particular company that I'm yeah. very familiar with is in Phoenix, is in Scottsdale, Arizona. You could call them up and say, I want to buy one of your franchises. So now what do you do? So say you get five of your favorite friends, you buy this small home, and they, they help you staff it to any custom level that you want. Now, oh this is God. what people are doing. Why should we give some company we don't know $20,000, $40,000 a month when we could have, create our own environment and have professional staff it and teach us how to run it? You hire somebody to run it? And you and your friends are there with, with or without care to, to, you know, it depends on what our needs are. But now you have everything you need at less the price. And people are purchasing by the month. Like let's say somebody moves out for one reason or another. Well, you just have somebody else come in. They're now beginning to pay monthly fees. They don't have to be exorbitant. It just depends, covering the cost. And now you have just bought an assisted living franchise, your own home. That's Unbelievable. Right. That's personalized Custom. and 
customized. I mean, I love the cus I love the customization. I was in the lobby of uh, one of these high end care facilities in New York City, and even the doorman knew everything. Oh my God, he knew when the nurses came on right. and off duty. He knew who they were. He knew this. He right. knew that. It was so incredible. So the choice is you buy and take responsibility for yourself or you go into an exorbitant situation if you could afford it where you would have everything done for you and you'd be able to supposedly customize it. But the point is, and what we're getting to is whether you shop Walmart or Neiman Marcus, you are going to see an expanding business of choices upon choices upon choices, which really and truthfully, it gives me a lot of comfort. I like living alone. I would not like to have a roommate and I sure as hell would not like to have a stranger mm -hmm. off an uh, app ad as a roommate. On the other hand, for $27,000 a month, if I've got a problem with my knee and my whole upper story is master bedroom, den and, and game room, my office, my outdoor garden, and I don't want to miss out on that. So I'm thinking to myself this morning, and these are crazy woman thoughts, for $27,000 a month, four months of that, I actually priced a small personal elevator that could hold two people, $100,000. So I'm thinking, what wouldn't that be the better investment? And those are crazy thoughts like, what? You're thinking about putting an elevator in your apartment? But you know, if you're thinking in your home, you live on two mm -hmm. stories, and you're not going to be able to access that other story in a year or two years and you don't want to sell your place, I love my home passionately, then you've got to start thinking of all these crazy solutions based on what is now this huge, elastic, growing choice of how you want to spend, how you can afford to spend that most to me precious episode of your life, which is from 6570 onward. Right, right. This is um this is where the friends come in. Like we so uh -huh. so for people who have limited income. Now I live in the city of Chicago and I am surrounded by people of all different kinds of of financial uh, stability. But the people that I see who are the most happy are the ones who have a strong network of friendship and that they do stay home and their friends come in and out. I live in an apartment building where we take care of each other. And if there is a need to need to get care, then they go to the hospital or they go to rehab and then they come back home. And friends take care of friends. We're, we're healthy and we're not healthy at different times, but we have younger friends. So we, so for, for example, I walk the dogs of the younger people who are going to work because, because they Aww. do stuff for me when I need help. So we have this give and take, give and take all day long. And that's, that's how we supplement being able to afford 
little, you know, just different levels of care. Wow, you're so lucky in my building in New York City. Nobody talks to each other? People barely speak to one another, but the truth, but but with a sense on my part of Mm self-awareness. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm single, I'm older, I need some help, I've got a bad knee. I make sure that the doormen are always taken care of and once again follow the money. And they therefore always take mm-hmm. care yes. of me, worry mm-hmm. about me. Where were you? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Let me get this for you. So you you build that care structure into you. But I'll tell you what, I never thought in a million years I would be making choices mm-hmm. like, do I want to live in a facility for 25K a month? And have all the medical there, have doctors on staff 24-7, nurses 24-7, physical therapists 24-7. I love the whole idea, too, of customizing your meals. And my friend that went there for her husband, who has a degenerative nerve disease, it's not going to get better. And she can't do it anymore Mm -hmm. physically. She just can't. Um, She said they picked her up from her home in a gorgeous chauffeured black stretch limo, beautiful, elegant, perfect, clean, polite, took her to see their location, took her around everywhere. And when she got back in the limo to go home, there was a gift basket with a bottle of Don Perignon that must have been 300 Mm -hmm. bucks. And a kind of candy, I'm sorry, I could not remember the name of it, but it's a chocolatier from Paris. And they've only got one store in America on Madison Avenue in New York. And the stuff is just delicious. I would hoover a pound of that in a minute. And so they had already set her Mm -hmm. up like a sales organization. Like now the next step was, okay, lady, cough it up. How much money have you got? And what do you want? What do you want to Mm. get for it? You know, on one hand, Joy, it's very disconcerting. Mm -hmm. To think of how unfair, you know, we all think aging is unfair just to begin with, like, what do you mean I put on 30 pounds and it's all around my waist and my middle? What do you mean I have a bad knee and I have a limp? How dare you? And I'm only close to 80. This shouldn't be happening. And you think of the unfairness that you think in on those terms, like, well, why can't youth just go on forever? And then on the other end of it, You've got, well, comfort can go on forever as long as you can Mm -hmm. afford it. So it seems to me the big trick in our society, as more and more people join us on that elder care train, is how do you do it within your means and how do you do it artistically, Um, realistically and at the same time getting a lot of what you want. Everybody's view of comfort and what they truly need is different. But bottom line is I hope there is a way at some point that the government will recognize this. Don't go there. And Steph, yeah, and don't Don't go go there. there. It won't happen. Okay, I'll save you a lot of time. Don't yeah, it happen. just took me, it just took me over three years 
to get Medicare. Three years hiring Mm -hmm. lawyers to it because there had been a mess up while I was in cancer treatment that was just so simple. Change of address for sending literature to me and and, uh, bills to me and it never got figured out, took three years. So I think, unfortunately, although we have a president who's 80 and a staff around him, pardon me, old white guys who are all up there and in Congress too, we are the forgotten people. I mean, gee, I worked all my life. Come on, somebody help me out here. Someone give me a little more than nothing but yet i i think i always feel like you're on your you are. own which is kind you of are. scary no you really age. are and if you depend on anything for anybody i mean in terms of a, a policy or a program that's fantasy thinking so i'm really glad you brought wow. that up because because the aging wow. of america and the world is bankrupting so many programs so just so just yes. like, don't just don't even think that there's going to be anything there. No, don't go there. No, yeah, just no. don't go there. You yeah. continue to bring up the importance. I, I do want to say old age is not all about needing care. We're going to need socializing our spiritual. I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. We, yes. We've got to, like how many old friends, and I mean I have friends who are 100 and over, they they don't yes. feel good when they wake up in the morning, and yet they are out and about. They're doing things because they have figured out a social life and a spiritual life and an intellectual life and a purposeful life. So all, all this aging stuff in the care, we don't need 24-hour care. We need 24-hour quality of life. That's what we have to yes. plan for. So once we get the care so thing figured out, now what? Where are our friends? Where are our pets? Where am I going to go for dinner? All that cool stuff, you know? You know, it's it's the holistic end of it. And that was interesting because for this high-end living, part of their entire wrap is, and I can't find it amongst all these papers, um, is that they they give you this holistic wrap. Like, do you have yoga friends? We'll do yoga with you. Do you have... Gourmet cooking friends will do gourmet cooking. Are you a movie yeah. buff? We've got a library of 300,000 movies. What, whatever feeds your brain, your right. soul, and your right. heart, as well as yeah. your body, is where where that higher it, end is figuring yeah, itself out. And it becomes out. more difficult the more you live alone in your little house, all isolated. Because because if nobody's coming to visit you or you can't get out because it snowed that day and you're just dying to get out of the house, it becomes very, very difficult. And so this aging in place, we might do okay and put the elevator up there, no no problem. But at some point, we've got we to find community. We, we, oh, yeah. you know what? What terrifies what? me the most, and we're going to have to wrap this no. up in a couple of minutes, you and I could talk forever, um, is the, the opportunity to connect yeah. as we exactly. are right now. There was, there was a very deliberate reason why I went from being on television, teleretailing, HSN, QVC, to doing podcasts my own and other people's and videos, because I felt 
while I was in rehabilitation for my leg, for sure, this was a point of connection. So honestly, you may be out there as scared of innovation in technology as I am. I'm always sure I'm going to be left totally behind. Mm -hmm. But the real truth is it's technology that's going to save our minds, our, our hearts, and help keep okay, us young. Don't forget, so, don't forget in, the telephone. People forget the telephone. That's I like texting better. I'm but, sorry. But, but you I'm know what it feels like when girl. someone calls you that you haven't talked to. So people who aren't really good on the phone, on texting and their phones and and computer, they still call each other and they feel so good that they have at least connected. So I always say, and don't forget the telephone, just because. Okay, Joy, for you, we're going to say, the don't forget the don't telephone. For me, I got it. I had somebody, I had someone who I worked with for almost 20 years text me yesterday, and it felt as good, good as a phone call. And we got it all said. The yeah. truth is that the one thing I would leave with is, and, and ask you, because we mm. do have to run. When I got a view of what aging was like during COVID mm -hmm. and all those horrible views on the news of what it would be like to be just yeah. dropped into almost warehousing of old people and being ignored and having the whole staff quit because of mm -hmm. COVID and you're starving and no one's taking care of you. I thought, oh, no. No. So give us a few words of hope and advice. Yeah, that's and... exactly what COVID did for all of us. It gave us a preview. Ah. That is the purpose of it. So, so you ask yourself, how did I manage? What did I do to take care of myself during that time? And then go from there. That's your, that's your litmus test. What did I do? Did I go eat a box of chocolate? Or did I go reach out through Zoom or some other way to connect? Did I pick up the phone? Did I take a walk in the park? Did I, did I uh, meet other dog owners walking around? So look at COVID as the wake-up call to what we did do. Yeah. And here we are. You, you thought of a podcast. I've been, I wrote another book. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And you know what? That is all food yes. for the soul. Yeah. Honestly. And I, I would end this by saying something that I think you would agree with me on, which is always remain mm -hmm. a dreamer. Yeah. You are never too old yeah. to dream. And you know what? Your dreams are dream yeah, big. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Just dream big. You're not going to get hurt for that. You're not going to get blasted down for that. You know, I, I'm just going to end with this, which is such good news. So, um, I had wanted to be an influencer on social media for a long time. I'm the least technical person in the world. I, I'm techno-moronic, mm -hmm. honestly. But I thought, okay, I got communication skills. I'm older. I think this is going to be a niche slot for many women my age who feel they don't have a voice. And, wow, I just officially became, I got my notice I'm officially an influencer on YouTube and, and Instagram. It's like a dream come true for me. So I knew a million people when I said I was leaving TV said, oh, why would you do that? You're number one. You know what? It didn't, didn't 
feed my soul yeah. anymore. I And so ask yourself this question, audience. What does it take to make you happy? How can you manifest that? Because you can dream big, dream small, but always know you've got the power to make it happen. It's beautiful. I'm going to start my third book. I, I love writing. And that's a great thing to do when you're older. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, my producer is saying, if you don't end this now, I'm going to come oh, no. to your home and wring your neck. So, no. Oh, no. So, Joy, it could it be yeah. more fun. And if it gets to a point of single white female, I need a roommate, I'm okay, choosing you. you. I'll fly you to New York. You'll I love know, it here. I know. I love New York. Thank you so much. Great conversation. Yeah. Pleasure. Yay. Yay, joy. Oh, my goodness. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Too Young to Be Old podcast. The episode may be over, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at The Diane Gilman. Or visit our website, thedianegilman.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating or a review and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, don't forget, age is just a number. Together, we'll prove that we are all too young to be old. <laughs>